Internet's premier grocery store deals podcast is 30 seconds long every day. Today's deal, 34 cent, two liter eggnog at your local superstore. Get it in ya. It's a podcast. My name is Steve. My name is Siler. Today we are getting into the 27 Club. It's kind of uh, like uh, the 57 Club with less, less ketchup. It's like the 50, Heinz, Heinz 52, Heinz 51, a 50 a1 hot sauce. That's right. We're before here. we get into before we get into the episode today, we got to discuss uh, some current events that just took place. Non-eggnog related current events. Tyler gives me a call. He says, "Hey, Steve. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, I know it's late. Uh, I'm gonna be home in about two hours. I need you to come over. I, I-, I got a bird in my fireplace. Tells me he's got a bird in his fireplace now." I, I don't know if any of you out there are, are bird folk, birdkin. Birdkin, or if any of you are chimney sweeps. Yeah, but you, if you are, then you're the type of person that gets these calls that says, hey, come over and do this. Now, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would have identi- identified myself as birdkin before this. Oh, but you proved otherwise. <laughs> you're a bird whisperer. Listeners, I whispered those birds out of his fucking chimney. You're and, a fucking and, bisperer. And you heard me. Birds. He said one bird. There were three birds. Turns out there were three birds and a head. The <laughs> head of a fourth bird. Unrelated. Indeterminate about how long that bird head was in there. You, you know who else had uh, three little birds? Bob Marley. Right on his doorstep, right? <laughs> Before he was assassinated by the CIA, of course. Of course. <laughs> Check out episode number uh, 75. It's coming. Bill, Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray. Bob Marley. <laughs> Bill Murray. Released an album killed Bob Marley, and has been cutting heads off birds and leaving them in fireplaces. I feel like we already did Bob Marley. Did we do Bob Marley? On the old podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that still on this feed? It doesn't exist. It's been wiped from the internet. Okay. All right. So wait for that revisit, the Bob Marley episode. So look, we got to get, we need a little more bird talk here because I show up and Tyler, this operation's already underway, right? He's yeah. got, he's got, let me... <laughs> <laughs> I've planned ahead here. So, like, I found out about these birds. We're talking, like, so I work 10 to 7. So I find out about these birds, like, noonish from my fiance. She basically delays and delays and delays until she's like, oh, too late. Gotta go. You gotta deal with it. And so I'm researching all day. There seems to be, like, three main bird theories, bird removal theories. You got number one, you got box. We're dealing with deep bird lore here. Yeah, I'm Googling, and let me tell you, there's not a lot on the internet helping me out here. One is, you get a box, shut off all the lights, you put a light on the other side of the box, and they fly to the light. So this is what I walk into. I come in, and in his living room, he, is, he, has, a, he has a heavy blanket fastened to the ceiling, blocking off the, the hallway, sealing the room. I, I, should, I should note that my fireplace is in a loft-like room. There is a very high ceiling for half of the room. In yeah. fact, we're recording in that section of the living room right now. We're looking up at it. You can probably hear the acoustics. Oh, yeah. You can hear it bouncing all up and down over what, there. What do you say? 20, 20 feet? Yeah, I'd say about 20 feet. Because you got what you got is you got your standard like 10 feet. And then you got another like 10 feet to the top. But then there's a slant. We got some skylights. Got it's skylights, nice. Skylights. But this is making me more concerned about the birds. Because we let these birds just out. They're just going to go up. 
Yes. So we didn't want to do that. So I'm looking at all these. Because honestly, I've had animals in the house before. Not this house, but I've had a squirrel in the basement. Yeah. That's not a fun one. Fox in the trousers. Fox in the trousers. (laughs) Uh, I've had a a beaver in the woodpile. That's that's technically a good thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, it just less work for you, right? (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I've researched all these things. So it looks like, seems like the best thing to do here is block off all the exits for the bird in the event this box thing doesn't work or he squeaks, squeaks, squeaks past. No, I don't want to gender the bird. In fact, if it squeaks past, then we have a isolated room for it to fly around. We chase it out the back door. I come in through the sheet hanging over the hallway. I see that, as Tyler explained, he has a box. A very long box. I guess it was the only box he probably had. It's a really good box for this this task. It's like a five-foot-long box. It's too long. There was a with air a, conditioner in there or something? <laughs> with a huge bag attached to it. Huge bag. And... and and he's like, thanks for coming, man. Here we go. We're going to get these birds into this box. Spoilers. The bird box didn't work. We're both oh, sitting there. There was a good five, ten all. minute period where we're oh. it's complete silent. We're in a dark room with all the lights off with sheets hanging over the walls. Complete disaster. A long box with a bag taped to the end. And we both have like our cell phone lights in the back of this box trying to lure these birds in. Which, they don't give a which shit. We, we couldn't even see the birds. Then all of a sudden, three birds are in sight. Well, yeah. So at, at some point. It, it gets established that it's not just one bird, there's two birds. And we're poking around with the flashlight of the box. And now we're now we're poking around the flashlight directly in the fireplace, trying to find them. Because we're not we're not only are they not coming, we don't even see them. And I have like this, like whoever owned this house before has put in like a faux log thing. It's like a thing, it's like a little like it's one of those fake fireplace things, right? Yeah, it's like, like what metal... goes into a gas fireplace. Yes. But, but mine is not a gas fireplace. And it's not hooked up no. to anything. So, yeah, they are, like, hidden underneath this giant fucking concrete log bullshit. These birds are traumatized. They're not moving. They're not moving. They're all huddled together. Oh, it's they're freezing not cold. They're not moving into the box. We get to the point where... I don't. Did we make a decision, or did a bird? I think a bird just flew out at us. No, I think the. I think you say okay. Then Steve, Steve, Steve steps up. Good friend. Steve goes. Bird can give me the give me the gloves because I got these like heavy duty uh, chainsaw gloves or bird gloves depends bird, on you bird know gloves. your definition. Uh, and I go, Steve. Or Steve goes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there and I'm I'm gonna snatch him. So we bird are, snatch. He's, his plan is I'm gonna pull out everything from the fireplace. Give me that bird snatch. <laughs> and I'm gonna get these birds. So he proceeds to take out this shit from the fireplace. All of a sudden, there's three birds. There's three birds, and one of them escaped in that moment. Yes. And now we have a bird circling around Tyler's 20-foot ceiling and and in the dark. We grab brooms, and we're starting to like fend this, defend against the bird. We have the door open. We use the brooms to redirect the bird. One bird out. We get a bird out. Yeah, we're trying to like, we're trying to, we're, we're playing ISO D here, like basketball. We're like trying to corner the bird what? and get him out. So then there's two birds left, and this is when I say, fuck these birds, and I grab each one, and I throw them out. Throw them out the window. And they like to be thrown, right? It's like, it's not like, it's not bad. No, it's like we. They said we when when you did it. And they just took off, and those birds, listeners, are not in this house anymore. They're not in the house. But then in the cleanup, (laughs) turns out, bird head. Just a bird head. So, so yeah, there was a bird head in there, too. It's just like... I'm you know. confused about why there's a bird head. Well, <laughs> I've only owned this house for... I guess it's almost a year now. But 
I haven't had a fire yet because we haven't had it inspected and you know insurance yada yada. This real this episode should actually be about where the bird body go. So my that bird ever release an album? <laughs> Maybe like a jazz album or something? Bird jazz bird fusion? Yeah, he's uh he he was uh, friends with Birdman, <laughs> and, but his name was Human Bird. It was they had a whole thing going on, you know. Isn't he Howlin' Roger Blue Jay? <laughs> Isn't that a jazz guy? Oh yeah, huge. Huge in the Mississippi Delta in like the 1930s. Look, if I don't put a record of me saving these birds and actually becoming birdkin on the internet, did it ever happen? No. I mean, one day we're going to listen back to these and go, oh yeah, those birds. God, this is a terrible podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The 27 Club. The 27 Club. And here's your guarantee. It's coming from me. This episode, 27 hours long. We're doing one hour on all 27 of the people who have died in the 27 Club. Yep, and all 27 of the ones who are sort of honorable mentions who never, never get brought up, too. And oh, then, there's tons of them. And then the 27 D-list ones that follow that, and then the 27 athletes. And then next year we do the 28 Club, and we realize that a lot of people just die in their late 20s, and it's nothing special. <laughs> you don't know uh, how on the nose you are about that one, buddy. Oh, yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, the 27 Club is a theoretical club depending on how you look at it, I guess, but it is specifically musicians or artists who die at the age of 27. Now, it can't just be any sort of death. It can't be cancer. It's 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 an overdose. It's a suicide. It kind of seems like it could be any kind of death. <laughs> it kind of can, but it can't. Okay. That's, that's what gets you into honorable mention. If you die of cancer at 27, and yeah, you've got some good albums, honorable mention. I think the worst part about the 27 Club is there's only one member of the 27 Club who really matters, and that's my boy up top. Okay. JC. Yep. He's my boy. He's the only one that matters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. JC, my boy. Did He died at 27. Are you talking he? about Jay-Z from NSYNC? <laughs> you talking about, are you talking about Sean Combs? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Not Wait. Sean Combs. What's his? Uh, Carter. Sean Carter. <laughs> Lance Bass? Aaron Carter. Oh, God. Aaron Carter died too. Twenty-seven. He wasn't. He wasn't. No, he <laughs> he's <wasn't>. our age. <laughs> Aaron Carter is literally our age. Really? Yeah. I thought he was younger. I think he was thirty-four. I guess when you're like famous and when like you're you, when when we are younger and someone's famous and they are your age, they just feel like a child star. But you kind of put them in that part of your brain, child star brain. Put them in that box. Put them in that box. I'm sure that's why he ended up dying. <laughs> from being put into a box. it's that's it's it's crazy and you know there's there's a lot of current there's a lot of current events that are really going to derail this episode off the off the bat here but mm. the aaron carter stuff Black is, is tough uh, a few weeks before he died i saw i, I saw an interview with tmz where they caught him outside his doom, house doom, doom. <laughs> and and it was it was strange he was he was Doing claiming great. he was doing really good, yeah. He was claiming that him and his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend were it was gonna be like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard Volume Two, but with that. Oh, that's a great album. So and then, you know, a few weeks later dies of an, an overdose, I believe. You know what? I was just made out of speaking of current events and crazy famous people, I was just made aware of what's been going on with Britney Spears's social media. Are you aware of what's happening over there? What, like the soulless eyes and like the the I, I've a few years ago, I was following her social media stuff right. before the Free Britney stuff came so out. So Free Britney happens. She's been freed. She's been freed. But, like a bird. But, but prior to that. She's Birdkin. Her, she's Birdkin now. She's like Nelly Furtado. Yeah. She wants to fly away. 
but prior to her being freed, there were all these conspiracies on her Instagram that she was whispering. She would make these videos of her like, la, 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 dancing around. Yeah. And then people would say she's whispering like, help me. And yeah, stuff blinking like Morse code. And blinking Morse code. Yeah, yeah. Real thing. But... So I, you know, she been she been freed. I think it was was that this summer, maybe last summer. I don't remember what happened. I think it was I don't last. Care enough. Um, but uh, my fiance follows her on the gram, and I had no idea that she is not doing well. <laughs> She's yeah, my fiance said uh, potentially, maybe, probably needed that conservatorship because <laughs> there's some. Apparently, she just posted nudes all the time. I've heard that. I've yeah. seen them too. Like they're not nude nudes. I heard that. She'll like have her hand over her, her breasts, and then they'll Scan- have like a scandy, scandally, yeah, scandally, and then there'll be like a uh, an emoji in front of her her, her, her privates, private okay. parts. Like what kind of emoji? Poop like, emoji. Sometimes like I think I think I saw sunshine. Okay. Purple I I devil. Saw, uh, I think I saw purple devil. Yeah, purple, purple devil is a big one. Uh, <laughs> what's up with that purple devil? Is that like some sort of cultural thing that we should know? Yeah, I think we miss it. Like, it's, like it's like a Japanese thing, you know. Sometimes there's emojis on there. You're like, "What the fuck is this?" And you're like, "Oh, that's big in China," because that know. means something in China. But that doesn't mean anything to North America. I think it just means like sexy time now. Mm. Purple Why isn't it red. That's mean. That's a real devil. A purple devil is a sexy devil. Mm, it's like a naughty, naughty devil. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you brought up the Britney Spears stuff because we'll touch back on that later. But you know, she's well past the age of twenty-seven. So, I mean, didn't she go crazy when she was twenty-seven? Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. Is that when she shaved her head and ate that? Remember, that, remember that there was that thing where she was in Toronto and she was walking down Young Street, and the paparazzi caught her trying to eat a basketball. She was just on <laughs> the what? street. That happened. Yeah, she's on the street. She's just sitting on the street. With her, with her legs like half crossed, she got a basketball with a fork in, and knife in her lap. No, she was just gnawing on it like a little gremlin. Like, no, 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 no. Is this real? That? No. <laughs> okay. Well, this is a perfect point to address something here with the whole Twenty Seven Club. Before we even get into it, is that ultimately a lot of these deaths are chalk. I mean, it, it, it's it's drug abuse, it's alcohol abuse, it's mental health problems, it's all sorts of situations where we have these artists who are screaming out help and me. saying i need help, help me. in one way or another and like the fly we as the the audience the listeners the media we live in a society we perpetuate it this we a lot of these broken these broken people who who are artists and make great music we like the stuff they made when they were broken yeah, we also like we love the narrative, right? I think South Park did a really good job. I love this, the narrative where they are the modern human sacrifice, where like we build these people up, then they slip up, then we condemn them, and then they fall further, the precipitous fall, and then at a certain point we want the redemption. Then we want to build them back up again and watch them crawl their crawl their way from the edge. But they are humans and people too, and that's not really how things always work. It's true. Unfortunately, and I, and I, and then I mean sometimes a couple of idiots just like do a podcast about it. Yeah, and that's where we come into play. Hey, that's that's our that's welcome to that's the whole intro. To <laughs> Who killed the radio star? So it's interesting that you brought up the Britney Spears stuff because Britney Spears is a perfect example of not dying at twenty seven and making it through quote unquote. I mean, I, yeah, what, what you just so brought up, I didn't know she was doing as bad as she's apparently doing. So it could be just happening again. 
But there's one video of her just dancing in a wedding dress with these like eyes, just like it's just the hollow eyes. It's, What's it's, happening yeah. here? Yeah, it's 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 tough, and you know, you bringing that up at the top really makes us kind of look like hypocrites. So I don't appreciate you doing that. But this is episode twenty-seven, right? I want to make sure <laughs> this is like episode seven. Jesus Christ, we need to get on a better recording schedule. This is getting bad. It's your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> it's your fault, buddy. I'm the one that's a steady nine to five. Hashtag help Brittany. Save Brittany. Freer. <laughs> Hashtag fuck Tyler. Hashtag fuck Tyler. Let's get into the, the quote unquote members of the 27 Club. Starting with Mad Child. <laughs> Mad Child's, uh, believe it or not, Mad Child's still alive. Wrong members. I see him sometimes. These are wrong members. Those are swollen members. Mocha only. The first member, Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. A little, little rhyming there. I'm a poet and I didn't even know I was one. Oh boy. Get it, get it out of here. He died on July 3rd, 1969. Official cause of death was death by misadventure. Uh, Is that the official cause of death? Which fucking podunk police force put that out? <laughs> Let me no, wait, that. no. That's got to be the UK, right? Official cause of death is drowning, but coroner's report <laughs> is death by misadventure. <laughs> the official was he drowned, but uh, where, 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 where did he die? This is, this is really... In his swimming pool. This is really... No, it really shows my blind spots here because like, I'm not really a Rolling Stones guy at all. I've never really dove into that. That like you know, I think I can get by by being a piece of shit with this podcast because I have a lot of just inherent knowledge about these things. It's your thing, but certain things like I have, I have blind spots like like everyone else. And Rolling Stones, big blind spot for me. Not really a huge Rolling Stones fan. Not not a fan, but just like I've never really div- dove into the lore. Yeah, well, you're really putting yourself on blast here, bud. It's true. I just like I did not like I I know who uh, uh, <laughs> Roger Jones is. Roger Jones. It's- Okay, Ryan Jones so, is, but like you know, I just um, didn't know that that's how he died. Misadventure. Well, I mean, misadventure can be all sorts of things, right? If you fall off a cliff, if you drown in a pool, if you're launched in the space, these are all death by misadventure. You're going through the forest, you run into a bear trap. Yeah, same thing. I think that's more misadventure though. Drowning in a swimming pool is like you know he's fucked. He's fucked and he drowned. <laughs> So Brian Jones, I guess is, you can't put that on a death certificate. <laughs> yeah, cause of death. Ah, he was fucked. He's he was fucked. He's right, fucked, bud. Oh, he was right, fucked, bud. He was out for a rip and he got fucked up. Oh, you know you shouldn't. You gotta go weed first, beer second. You don't want to go the other way around. So Brian Jones is an original family member of the Rolling Stones. He was lead and rhythm guitar and keyboards and so many other things. Done. Yeah, all all at the same time. <laughs> he was found uh, motionless in the bottom of his swimming pool by his girlfriend. She pulls him out, and she claims he was still alive at the point that he was pulled out of the pool. But by the time the EMT showed up and they got him to the hospital, not alive anymore. Mm. Interesting. Coroner's report said his heart and liver were heavily enlarged by drug and alcohol abuse, which was no surprise to anyone who was around him at the time. Man, I don't know why. I don't want to know what my liver looks like. Yeah, yeah, I know. Don't think about that. That's spooky. Don't think about that. The Rolling Stones had sort of, he'd been less involved with them leading up to his death because of all the rampant drug use, multiple arrests, and him just generally sort of being out of control, let's say. Which is really coming, like, that. that's really saying something coming from the Rolling Stones, who are, you know, notoriously fucked up. Keith Richards. <laughs> 
Also a stone. <laughs> also rolling. Oh, he is one of the most notoriously fucked up, you know, musicians or or pirates. If we're talking about pirates, yeah. I mean, he just got he he reached a whole other level just because of his his like length of use, right? Like same with Lemmy. These are the kinds of people who are fucked for so long that they become like mythological beings. Well, Lemmy, yeah, yeah, but Lemmy unfortunately has passed keith richards still alive somehow somehow all of motley crew still alive somehow so i, don't I guess know. yeah all of motley crew every yeah. single one yeah even even fucking well what's his name mick mars is that his name yep he's a he's got he's got like i read their biography a long time ago he's, he has like a degenerative bonitis it's like fusing his joints together and he's still kicking really? and he was the oldest one on there by like uh, quite a bit like he was like the last member of the band i'm pretty sure but he was considerably older than everyone else and then he had that degenerative disease thing. Yeah. And he's still kicking. He's Made it past alive. 27. That's for sure. That's for sure. So the death of Brian Jones impacted a lot of musicians in the community at the time. A lot of people coming forward and doing tributes. Pete Townsend from The Who wrote a poem called A Normal Day for Brian. A man who died every day. Oh, that's Dude. real fucking artistic. Wow. Wait till you hear what Hendrix laid down. Because Jimi Hendrix... He published a poem titled Ode to L.A. While thinking of Brian Jones, comma, deceased. Jesus, fuck the 60s. Am I right? <laughs> Sometimes, like, you know, it's an important part. And, you know, the 60s really are like culturally the, the United States is 27. <laughs> no, actually, it's more like they're 18 or 17. It's yeah. just like they're finally starting to like get cool and express themselves but then you got the bad sides of being 17 or 18 where you're making fucking bad poetry about your friend who died and like the fashion is just like over the top for no reason you're like oh what if we just made a society where like money didn't matter and everyone was just like friends and fucked it's like so impractical but like necessary to really get that art but jesus christ the 60s so i don't know a ton about this next part so we're gonna slap the word allegedly on top but there are some theories here that there may have been some foul play involved. Oh boy, with Brian Jones, he was really associated with uh, <laughs> with the triads. No, 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 no. <laughs> the theories about his death began to surface a few years afterwards with a certain, uh, let's say, associates of the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. claiming that Brian was allegedly murdered by a man named Frank Thorogood. Okay. Unrelated to George Thurgood. Hoping it was a weirder name. He was a construction worker, and he had been doing work on the property, and okay. apparently is the last person, if not, you know, one of the last per- people, if not the last person, to have seen Brian. Okay. In 2009, the Sussex police reopened the case based on these theories about uh, foul play and possible murder. First time since 1969, but it didn't really go anywhere. Murder most foul. Birdkin. After Brian Jones came the death of Jimi Hendrix. Again, 27. They're all going to be 27. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> they're, all, they're all dying at 27. Hendrix died on September 18th, 1970. Official cause of death is asphyxiation. But he did uh, choke on his own vomit from drug use, allegedly. <laughs> oh, no. Do you have a conspiracy for every one of these? Jimmy hadn't been in great health leading up to his death, uh, mainly just fatigue from being overworked and uh, lack of sleep. 
an assumed flu virus infection, mm. all that kind of stuff that comes with just like assumed flu performing every night and traveling constantly. Flumed. He just went to sleep one night next to his girlfriend, and he was still alive when they went to sleep. But <laughs> when they woke up, well, technically he was still alive when they woke up, but not for long. <laughs> like most of us, he was alive when he went to sleep. You can be you can be dying when you go to sleep. I guess, but that was not just dying. <laughs> the postmortem exam concluded that Jimmy had choked on his own vomit while oh intoxicated with one of your favorites, barbiturates. Oh, we've talked about some barbiturates on the podcast in the past. For those of you who are new to the podcast, again, barbiturates thought it was the blue stuff at <laughs> the hairdressers, but as Barbasol. Barbicide? Barbicide? <laughs> no, yeah, Barbicide. Shit. Here we go again. Allegedly, Jimmy had taken nine Vesperax sleeping pills that night. Vesperax. Now that number varies. You you hear nine a lot, but it is we no one really knows. When you hear a drug with like a brand name like that, but you've never heard of it before or since, you know that stuff was not good. <laughs> and nine Vesperax is actually 18 times the recommended dosage. Wait, then why are they manufacturing them in single <laughs> pills? <laughs> no, just cut the dose in half. And say, take one only. It's allegedly 18 times the recommended dosage. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy had told a friend that he believed he was going to be dead before 30. He had told, I said that a million times before I turned 30. I mean, I've said that too. He told another friend, though, several days before his passing that he was going to be gone soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Depressed artist writing poetry about Brian Jones. Of course he fucking <laughs> So Jimmy's girlfriend at the time has now... she She's come out and said that she doesn't believe that he died just of the sleeping pills. In fact, she believes that he was maybe poisoned. Oh my god. What the fuck is with these people? And that the mafia was involved. Oh, big turn. Hey! It's not the FBI this time. Over it's the here. fucking mafia. Oh, get nothing. the gabagool. No, we have nothing but respect for the mafia. You know, when Jimmy went to bed that night, he wasn't feeling very well. And I thought to myself, that really was a large, miscolored jar of gabagool that he ate. I'm really concerned about him. (laughs) You know, I put it off to the side, but it's been haunting me for the last 40 years. Moldy gabagool, you gotta watch out. Any sort of moldy meat, don't Mm. eat it. Molda moola. The next one is Janis Joplin. How old? 27. <laughs> Please tell me Mama Cass is on this list, or was she not 27? No, Mama Cass wasn't 27. But we have another episode planned coming up on Mama Cass that she actually choked on a sandwich, and that's how she died. That That is how she died. That's not a conspiracy. I don't know. It, it is. Maybe I have to drive the, the bus on that one, because I believe in the ham sandwich. <laughs> no, you know what I really have to... Spoiler alert for the future, guys. There is one music conspiracy that I truly believe, and we're doing an episode is on it. Is it the sandwich? Nope. Well, you just said you believe that. No, okay. Well, two. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't even know that was a conspiracy until now. I thought she died on a ham sandwich, and that was just what it was. <laughs> I don't think that she did. No, <laughs> but the one I do believe is uh, Ray Charles, not blind. Interesting. No, wait. <laughs> no, Stevie, wrong one. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> Ray Charles definitely blind. Oh boy, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that on the internet. Please do just for Stevie you. Stevie Wonder though, not blind. One hundred percent not blind. It's Tyler, not me. I'm not saying he can see perfect. He might be legally blind. Well, no one's... Exactly. That's what I mean. But he ain't blind. He ain't like full blind. 100% not. Who is saying that he is? 
the world. Is he though? I don't think so. Now he's got that one song. I'm fully blind <laughs> and I know it. And you know it too. Never question the fact that I'm fully blind. Janis Joplin. Ham sandwich. Unfortunately passed on October 4th, 1970. The official cause of death is an overdose of heroin. Now Janis Joplin at this point is like incredibly successful. Her and Hendrix have both recently come off of Woodstock. Like this is 1970. This is October 4th, 1970. This is a year after Woodstock. Mm. So she is like peak fame right now. Well, I guess her peak probably is still like it happened long after her death, but she's peak fame. She died just after the release of her third album. And three months after her death, her fourth album was released and it reached number one on the Billboard charts. She, this is, here's the story with Janice. She'd been using heroin a bunch. This night, she got way stronger heroin than she was used to. Oh, yes. The, uh, well, she took the same regular dose that she would normally take with the weaker stuff that she was normally taking. Got a stronger batch. Took too much. Overdosed. So you don't really, you don't hear too much about famous. I feel like I feel like you don't really hear too many. Well, okay, I got I got multiple points here. You don't you don't. It doesn't seem like you hear about famous people overdosing on opiates when they're doing opiates. Most of the famous people deaths on opiates tend to be like they stopped and then they go back and then they try to do the same dosage they did two years earlier and then they die. Because they don't know about like tolerances and stuff like that, and or and or like heroin in general, like like it's you never hear that anymore. But I guess everyone's just doing fucking oxy's and shit. You just you can Scissor. get them, yeah. You can get them in other that that feeling in other ways now. There's no point to this. <laughs> <laughs> so allegedly, drugs were initially removed from the crime scene here, and then. Once revealed, they were revealed once the autopsy came back and showed the drug use in her system. Some people, people who were close to Janice said, you know, she would never kill herself. There are, again, conspiracies that foul play was somehow involved. Hmm. Perhaps poison again, Tyler. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Before we move on to the next one, which is another, another biggie, it's important to note the dates here. Janis Joplin, October 4th, 1970. Jimi Hendrix, September 18th, 1970. Oh, Jesus, that's close. And Brian Jones, July 3rd, 1969. So a year after Brian Jones, you have not only Jimmy, but Janice, like two weeks after. Do we know, like, if this is in the zeitgeist at this point? Are people making these connections going, 27, baby? Well, this is how the myth of the 27 Club started. Okay, just like these three rapid succession, yes, twenty seveners, and all at the they were all at the peak. They were all as a list as it gets. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they were all at Woodstock. It's true. So that's that's what really kicked it off. And then following Janice came Jim Morrison. Oh, legendary douchebag, lead singer, everyone's <laughs> least favorite human being in the scene. I've got more least favorites. Oh man, people hate that guy. He was apparently just a reprehensible douche. Yeah, he's kind of like the very successful version of the guy that just pulls out the guitar at the fire and starts like yeah, and then pulls out his dick two hours later when he's too drunk, reciting bad poetry over Oof. top of. 
Yeah, yeah. That I, guy fucking you know, uh, let's sucks. Slap on, let's slap it uh, allegedly. <laughs> that guy allegedly sucks. So Jim Morrison died on July 3rd, 1971. Cause of death is heart failure. Drugs. <laughs> so, so you mean drugs again? It's always drugs. Except Jim, that ham sandwich. <laughs> Jim was in Paris with his girlfriend Pamela Courson at an apartment that she had rented out for them. I mean, we're talking Paris here. I'm going to say Courson. I like it. He was completely off the grid. He was sort of. This is like, like, like this is this is his Big Lebowski phase, right? This is when Jim Morrison grew a big beard. He was only wearing like a bathrobe around and shades, and he was doing lots of drugs and drinking all the time. He's living in a hotel in Paris. In Paris, you know, it was rough. He was writing lots of letters and lots of uh, poetry, describing going for long walks through the city alone. Again, dressed like, you know. The Big Lebowski, <laughs> Jeff Bridges. <laughs> After a little while, he shaved his beard and he started to lose a lot of weight. And people were thinking, hey, maybe he's coming back around. But really, that was drug use. Drugs <laughs> really shed the pounds. And when you grow a big monster beard and shave it off, I mean, you're always going to look you're always going to look great. You can look great with the big monster beard, but you shave it off, people are going to take notice. Yeah, you're going to look better. He's probably he's probably on the booze more when he's getting fat, and then he's skinnying up with some drugs because he's chasing a new dragon. So Pamela Corson found Jim in the bathtub at the apartment, dead. The official cause of death was heart failure, although no autopsy was performed since it was not required by French law. Oh, French law, oui, oui. All we require is you pay with the baguette. French law. Uh, according to French Lou, <laughs> no autopsy is necessary. We apologize. I don't. <laughs> Morrison's death is... I would like to say here on the podcast right now, fuck the French. And I don't mean the Quebecois. I mean France. These are Tyler's opinions. Fuck France. Not mine. Quebec, super awesome people. Love my French brothers in Canada. But the but the but those motherfuckers from France, those grape stompers, can get the fuck out of here. God, they make a good bread, though. <laughs> Again, Tyler's opinions, not my own. So Morrison's death is still largely a mystery, and there's like a lot. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. Not there. a mystery. We could do a lot of. Not we a could mystery. do a whole episode on him alone. Nope. One of the interesting things of note here is that it is exactly two years to the date after Brian Jones passed. Not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> July third. Coincidence. I don't know. They're in the summer. And 27, two years apart, and 27 years old, and one of the biggest rock stars in the world. I don't think it's a coincidence. Okay, so conspiracy? (laughs) It was nine months after Jimmy and Janice passed, and interestingly enough, Tyler, Pamela Coisson, several years later, also died at the age of 27. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. She was not a musician. But maybe she was involved in some sort of deal with the devil. Satan, 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 Satan. Next member is Kurt Cobain. We uh, we take a jump about 20 years here. Now, this I could speak to. I mean, I guess we don't really need to. We should do, I guess, yeah, we should probably have a whole other Cobain episode, right? Yeah, we'll have to do a really deep dive on, on the Cobain stuff. Because uh, anyone, I mean, I, I don't know how you are listening to this podcast and not know, but... Kurt Cobain died on April 5th, 1994 of suicide. Depends who you ask. There's a lot of uh, theories there. 
I definitely believed in this conspiracy when I was younger. I still do. I do not think suicide. And we will have to wait until we do a deeper dive there. But there's a lot of evidence. Do you think Courtney? That has come out. I think by way of Courtney. Okay. And I think maybe it was done jokingly. Maybe it was not take. It was not commissioned seriously. I know about these all. Yes. But I do. I do think that by way of her, there was a third party who got involved who either did it or again hired another party. I used to think this as well. Allegedly. These are my own personal beliefs. We'll have to get further into that on a different episode. But uh, yeah, I mean, Kurt's suicide is is tough. He was a voice of a generation and he took his life. I mean, not only did he take his life, but he did it with a shotgun, which is, you know. Pretty fucking metal. (laughs) It is. There's no way around that. It's also pretty horrific. Without getting too deep into that conspiracy theory right now, it's, you know, we're going to address it as, yes, it was a suicide. He was 27 years old. We'll go by the suicide note that he left. It was addressed to his childhood imaginary friend, whose name is Boda. It was a pretty lengthy letter, and he basically just explained that he was done. He was done with, with, with living. He was done with music. He had no passion left. He felt it was better to burn out than to fade away. Buh. Neil Young. Jesus Christ. I have, uh, yeah, I got so many. Th- I can't even start this. Like, we have to just do That's an episode on Cobain. I know. That's I know. I got a lot of fucking thoughts about Cobain. More than I did about Limp Bizkit. After Cobain, a few more years, we jump to July 23rd, 2011. The untimely passing of Amy Winehouse. Now, do, do we have more of these mixed in? And we're just hitting, we're hitting the, we're hitting the big ones. We're hitting the big ones. We're in the big There's ones. There's still more 27ers, right? Like you got like yep. some guy who was like a guest star on Full House. Absolutely. He, he died. died 27. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get to those. Amy Winehouse is a very public one. Uh, now we're, we're well in the time of the internet and social media where we didn't have that for the rest of these. Amy Winehouse is tough because she is a lot of these artists were on a downward spiral in the public, but Amy Winehouse was incredibly public. I remember seeing her on the front of those tabloid magazines constantly. Yeah. I I was on that Amy Winehouse early. Like I I knew about her, you know, when you're that age, you're like trying to differentiate yourself. You're getting into like increasingly independent music to like find new artists before anyone else knows them. Like, you know, at that point I'm like, she died 2011. I'm 23. I knew about her when I was like 16, 17, you know, on the underground internet shit. Good for you, man. And <laughs> It's fucking cool. <laughs> just, just saying, like, watching her, like, spiral out of control was both, like, completely not shocking whatsoever considering everything that she had been through. But, like, in retrospect, you're like, wow, she wasn't really that fucked when she came on. Like, when I first, like, found out about her, heard her. Like, she wasn't like that. And then, yeah, by the time it peaked, she was on all the tabloids, like, all those same people who love reality TV, knew everything that was going on with Amy Winehouse. Everyone close to her literally tried to get her help, and she responded by making a song called Rehab. And the song became, like, the number one song in the world. Massive hit. (laughs) And we were all just like, yeah, Amy. This is fine. And it was as public of a cry for help as you can really have, even though she was also saying, don't help me, but that's when people need help. Yeah. And she basically drank herself to death, which is a tough 
way to go. It's a really tough way to go. You her know? her cause of death is is cardiac arrest by way of alcohol poisoning. That, like drinking yourself to death is a real real rough one. You know, like the drugs and stuff are mostly I think just accidents, chasing the dragon, maybe you know trying to push your limits and stuff like that. But like it's just like there's just more of an inherent. I think our relationship with drugs is like drugs bad equal death. Where with booze, like a lot of people drink. A lot, a lot of people, people drink. drink. Casually. And when people get to that level where they're drinking themselves to death, they get like pickled. They get weird looking. It's yeah. a slow thing too, you know. You watch it happen, get progressively worse and worse and worse. Then you see Amy Winehouse on the cover of Us Weekly and she looks like a fucking skeletor or scarecrow going, coming at you. With all, his, all these wigs on. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> rest in peace. She was reported Go with God. She was reportedly seen watching TV, and then next time her bodyguard came in and found her, she was not alive anymore. Very, <laughs> very sad. Those are the big ones. Now, outside, there, there's some big ones, I guess, outside of music that branch into actors. The big ones here are Jonathan Brandis, the actor. I don't know who that is. Who's that guy? You know Brandis. He I know Brandis. In, uh, he was... In, he was one of the kids in the f- original Stephen King's It. He hmm. then grew up, kicked off his career again in uh, Sequest. Sequest. Sequest DLV. Oh, man. Those Sequest shows. Uh, those, those were bad shows. Sequest DSV. Oh, those were like, you know, trying to make another Star Trek and not putting the budget into it or the writing. Oof. I mean, Brandis, he's an actor. He died at 27. Uh, he was found on November 11th, 2003. I believe he hung himself. And he was found in the hallway of his L.A. apartment. Wait. He was found hung in the hallway of his L.A. apartment? Yeah, he hung himself in the hallway. Why in the hallway? <laughs> you gotta let people know. If you do it alone, then what does it matter? I, I mean, maybe he was... Maybe that is actually the considerate move for your neighbors. It's like, I don't want to hang myself in the apartment because I know no one comes here and I don't want the smell to get real funky. And then the neighbors have to deal with that. He didn't even leave a suicide note. I'll hang myself in the hallway. Then they can find me right away and then I won't smell bad later. Yeah. Okay. I like this guy. Remember what happened to Wheels from Degrassi, the actor who played Wheels? I mean, I think he just died of, of natural causes or something, but he'd become sort of like... You mean a, Drake. He, <laughs> no, no, no. He'd, he'd become yeah, sort of... A, Drake. A, um, Degrassi. Original Degrassi. Wheelchair. Wheels be- became sort of um, a loner and was, you know, wasn't really talking to anyone any- anymore. And then he died, and they didn't find him for like three months. And he oh, was mu- he was like no. mummified by the time they found him. Mummified is good. He was not That's 20. better than the alternative. He was not 27. <laughs> we'll get an alert here. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, not 27 from my correspondent. Anton Yelchin, another actor. Also passed away at the young age of 27. Part of the Star Trek reboot. He also was in... He was an up-and-coming actor. He had a couple good roles. What's that one movie he's in? The Green Room. Not have seen Green The Green Room? Room? The Green Room is a crazy movie. Have you seen Green Room? I haven't seen Green Room. So Green Room... Full spoilers for Green Room right now. Green Room is a movie starring Anton Yelchin. Also starring Patrick Stewart. Hmm. Those are probably two biggest names in it. Some other names. Maybe the girl who played Maybe from Arrested Development is in it. I'd... Oh, uh, uh, Alicia, uh, Alicia Shawcat. Yeah, she gets viciously Alia murdered. Alicia Shawcat, viciously murdered in that movie. So that movie is about Anton Yelchin and Maybe, and a couple other guys are in a punk band. 
they book a gig at a like a fucking Nazi skinhead rally or some shit. They don't realize what they're booking. Okay. They think it's just like a, a, a punk show, a weird little local show. And they end up at this weird white supremacist rally where they get locked in really quickly. They then witness a death. So then hmm. the skinheads are like, you cannot leave. We it becomes a whole issue. They get they lock themselves in a room in the green like a, room. In the green room. In the green it, room. That's literally it. They get locked in the green room before the show, and and then it becomes this whole this whole thing, kind of like panic room, right? And then Patrick Stewart is a leader of the Nazis. Of the Nazis. Yeah, and it is a crazy movie, and they kill most of the people. And a weird choice in that movie. He's got a big, long, flowing head of hair. <laughs> he doesn't. Anyways, it's a crazy fucking movie. But Anton Yelchin. Unfortunately, he also passed at the age of 27. And he's I've never a- even heard of this movie. No? I'm confused. All right. I just want to put this in here because we just cut out a part of the podcast. But Steve brought up a picture. He brought up Google image search for the green room. And there's a picture. And both of us at the same time pointed at one of the Nazi characters and went, is that blank? And it was a guy from our hometown from us growing up. And it was fucking golden, but we had to cut it. But I just wanted to say, it's one of the greatest moments of my life. Important to say, important to note here, that guy, not a Nazi. Not a Nazi. Just looked exactly like what he looked like when he was like 18. So Anton Yelchin is uh, one of the most fucked up ones here. I mean, all these deaths are, are tragic and, and awful. This one, this one's the worst. Anton Yelchin, at the young age of 27, was... I think he was 28. He was not. He was 27. <laughs> it was June 19th, 2016. His fucking car rolled down the driveway and pinned him against the gate of his house. Yeah, absolutely. Insane way to die. Yeah. Yeah, that is... Like, I, I just, I've always wondered, horrific. like, was it just the way it hit him? And then he, like, impaled himself on part of the gate? Like, what, at what speed was... Like, it is L.A., so, you know, you got lots of, lots of hills. The, the car could possibly get up to a speed that would murder you on impact. Well, here's what we know, is that it was a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Right? So, a fairly large vehicle. And a brick pillar gate. Brick pillar. So, I, I, picture, in one, I picture one of those, like... LA homes that have these brick pillar gates that when anyone would yeah, say yeah. brick pillar, it's probably a brick pillar and then like some metal iron grate. bars, yeah. Iron bars. That's what I picture. I I I just don't know the chain of events, right? Because well it says brick it says brick pillar gate post. So he he is pinned against the brick, not the gate. Yeah. So what would be coming out of I think it's the brick. It, I think it could just be the the impact. Like really though. Like I again like I, I don't know. Go. Maybe Here I'm we, putting we, this into the wrong terms of like the length of this driveway and property. It just feels like the car couldn't get enough momentum. Here's what we got for you. The Los Angeles County Coroner's Office gave the official cause of death as blunt traumatic asphyxia. Blunt traumatic asphyxia. Interesting. Blunt traumatic asphyxia. So, so blunt force to the throat? Or the lungs. So it, it hit him high. So maybe he was like, it hit him, it hit him, it full, it all hit all of them. It's the back of a Jeep. I just feel like. Or is it the tire, the spare tire on the back of the Jeep? No. Does that's that come not, at, That's not a bad, that's not a bad idea right does there. Does that come at you first? Because that, I'm just thinking like if you just, if you're standing and no matter what angle you get, so obviously you're getting hit, but most likely you're getting hit from the side or the back. Because if it's your front facing, you see it, you get out of the way because it can't be moving that fast. 
Because it was just a neutral, right? It was a nooch. That was the issue. It was a nooch, but I believe there was like a, a recall with these Grand Cherokees that the nooch wasn't working. Right, but it wasn't like, it wasn't on. It, there was no momentum being gained from the from reverse being on, right? I don't think so. It's not, either a neutral or it gets rolling, you know? Limbiscuit. <laughs> I, know, I know y'all be loving this shit right here. A N T O N yellow chin is right here. Stop. Um, but I think like yeah, you mu- see blunt traumatic asphyxiation makes me think throat crushed or lungs crushed. That like whatever this impact was was so much that he couldn't breathe anymore because it's blunt trauma, but asphyxiation. So he died from not being able to breathe, not necessarily the impact or whatever, but it, it did something to his lungs or throat. Crushed him. So yeah, maybe the wheel. Yeah, That's the only thing high enough to like. But then how much, how do you get that much speed? <laughs> we'll just, we just won't know. I don't know. It's, I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's maybe just like, Star Trek is involved. I've been thinking about this for a long Star time. Trek. It, it's, it's very sad. I think he, like, I think he's our age. Maybe it is Star Trek. Were, were we 27 no, he's, he's, in uh, 2015? He's a year younger than us. He's an 89. Got it. Yeah, that, that one stuff. I mean, he was, his career was taking off. He was, he was, uh, he's in, good actor, he too. was in Star Trek. He was, yeah, uh, yeah. who was he? Scotty? No, no, Chekhov. He was, in che- he was Chekhov. He was Chekhov. Yeah, and then, I mean, the, I think they made some without him. Turns out that Jeep Grand Cherokee was the true Chekhov's gun. Hi-oh. All right, buddy. Let's get into, uh, so, so as, as you pointed out, there's lots of other members of the 27 Club. Okay, I'm getting, in, I'm getting in on this list here. We got we, a whole bunch of... We got of, a lot. And we're going to have to pick and choose here. One of the first sort of honorable mentions we'll go through. We're, gonna, we're just going to go through the list here. Some of them are drug overdoses. Some of them aren't. Alan Blind Owl Wilson. July 4th. Fuck, I keep looking at births. <laughs> September 3rd, 1970. Drug overdose. <laughs> drug overdose. Drug overdose. <laughs> The Canadian coming out in him. He's a leader, singer, and uh, primary composer of Canned Heat. That's a strong... He's got strong qualifications here. I think he's just too sort of unknown. Well, I mean, like, was Canned Heat even that big at that point? Seventy? Yeah, I guess. That's when they were the biggest. I guess that is very... Yeah. We got Ron Pigpen McCurman. Pigpen. March 8th, 1973. He's a founding member of the Grateful Dead. Yeah, people love that band. Now, the reason I think why he's not really included here is that he died of gastrointestinal hemorrhage. Ooh, that sounds awful. It does sound awful. Jesus Christ. It's just interesting how they sort of pick and choose. Uh, of course, we mentioned Pamela Coisson. Coisson. Uh, Jim Morrison's girlfriend. She joined the club at uh, the age of 27 on April 25th, 1974. Drug overdose. Dave Alexander, the basis of the Stooges. Mm-hmm. Also in the mm-hmm. 27 Club mm-hmm. on February 10th, 1975. Give me a give me a slice of that Pete Ham. Pulmonary edema. Pulmonary edema. Doesn't sound good. Pulmonary is heart. Maybe uh, maybe it's some oxygen in the. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. We could we could click the link, but I don't think we want to. At there this are point. so many, especially when they're like the bass player of this and the you know the keyboardist of of this band, which is why it's sort of selected to have the you know the biggest of the biggest sort of come up when you search up the 20 yeah oh jean-michel basquiat i mean that's a big one august 12th 1988 heroin a week after i was born heroin man drug overdose yeah heroin basquiat's got some you know it's a painter he's overrated he's a painter if you look him up look him up and you'll see like you'll see that style like he's he's very notable his hair looks like the weekend 
It does, yes. He did it. He did it first. I think he was. Uh, I think he was like homeless for a bit and adopted, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Like his art is very like yeah. uh, influential and, and and a big part of. I, I'd say kind of like a, a big precursor to the '90s style to some extent. But he 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 he's a huge deal. Uh, look who's on this list: Richie Edwards, our buddy. Hey, well, I mean, not dead, so can't say that. Yeah, so that one we probably should. Uh... We should have him change that, but he was 27. <laughs> I can't remember where I came down on that one. I'm going to guess I came down on he's not still alive, but you know, you never know with me. Uh, Jeremy Ward, May 25th, oh, yeah. 2003, drug overdose. Mars Volta guy. Mar- Mars Volta guy, yeah. Yeah, uh, that one That one was a bit tough on me. I'm a pretty big fan of At the Drive-In and Mars Volta. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. And uh, again, interesting that he's not brought up as much in the discussion. No, I think because their band never really reached that next level of popularity and, and, and notoriety. Also part of the internet age, you know, things just don't get as big as they used to when things really do fucking crack. What about this one for you? Tyler Skaggs. Oh, I know a lot about Tyler Skaggs. Tyler Skaggs was a pitcher Yeah. for the Los Angeles Angels, I believe, at the time. I think it was the Angels. Uh, he died in Texas, I think. Uh, he was getting drugs dealt to him by another member of the team, by one of the like the trainers. He got hit with, uh, I think, I think he choked on his own vomit, or he just stopped yeah. stopped breathing. Asphyxia due to drug use, and it turned into a whole thing. And most, I think, the the guy who sold him the drugs just recently got sentenced, and I think he showed zero remorse, and that's why he ended up getting quite a big prison term. And I think, I think he was a pitcher for the Angels. And he, it happened in Texas. So this guy got tried in Texas and showed like no remorse. And then they were just like, okay, well, you're in prison forever now. See you later. Jeez. Yeah. This list of uh, quote unquote honorable mentions here goes on and on. There's like 30, 40 names on it. It's, uh, it's worth taking a look at if you're interested, but it is, it is a lot of young deaths. It is very, very sad. Let's go back. Let's go way back though. Way back, even before Brian Jones, because it turns out there is another man who died at the age of 27. A man by the name of Robert Adolf Johnson. No, nope. <laughs> nope. Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. He also died at 27. He is technically the first one who died at 27. <laughs> he's the first person to die at the age of 27. Well, he's the first musician of great success How to old was die. Achilles when he died? That's what, a real question. What? How many albums did he release? Achilles of Troy. I'm looking that up. How many albums? I don't think he had any platinum albums. I don't think he had any I Billboard he, yeah, yeah, number yeah. ones. You're right. But he had a really good book. Also dawning on me, Achilles not of Troy. I got Diana of Troy. Achilles notably not Trojan. That whole thing is he fucking died fighting the Trojans. That's the point. Right? Yeah. Well, I'm looking at like to see if Achilles was 27, but... I, I don't even know if Achilles was legitimately like a real human, right? I think he found he falls into that area of Greek mythology where it's like the histories are being recorded, but they're really taking liberties with it. He could just be a mythological figure, period. It's kind of like Jesus, my boy JC, the original member. Yeah, fuck Robert Johnson. I'm talking Jay's. That's what I should have went with when you said. Well, you, um, only, you only live once. You only get to say Adolf Hitler once. So Robert Johnson died on August 16th, 1938, at the age of 27. And his inclusion in the club is one of the most interesting because... I kind of figured he was a little younger than that, like like earlier than that. Well, interestingly enough, Robert Johnson's career didn't start until 
you know, his sort of mid twenties. Yeah. He was sort of notoriously bad at playing guitar and wasn't mm. actually making a lot of great music. Well, that's like he's part of the origins of the whole like selling your soul myth, right? That's what we're getting into. Mm. There is a theory that Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil in exchange for fame and fantastical guitar picking abilities. Songwriting abilities, maybe charisma, maybe a new hat. Because oh, he's always got, he's got uh, that hat. look at the picture. Yeah, that hat Hold that on. Elvis Costello likes to wear. Look at the hat. Yeah, look at that. That's a good hat. It's a good hat. He's got a nice suit. So we don't know where that all came from. The official cause of death is there isn't really official cause of death. It was 1938, and nobody knows what happened. Well, you know, he's a black guy in Mississippi, so... It's not, it's not good. Conspiracy or... The conspiracy here is poisoning. Now, if we look back to Brian Jones, to Jimi Hendrix, to Janis Joplin, to Jim Morrison even. Joplin. Conspiracies, rumors... Innuendo. Of, of poisoning. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. So now, it's important to note here that 27 is a prime number. Okay. Which means that it's not divisible by any numbers other than... Itself and one, correct. Nothing goes into twenty-seven. Wait. Well, what about if? What about six? What about no nine? What about is... another six? And what oh, about okay. a so, third six? So you actually have a point here. Twenty-seven divisible by nine and three. Mm-hmm. Nine minus three. Okay. Six. 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 Number of the beast. Satan. Um. Yeah. So probably all of these people are just selling their souls to Satan. SSS. It could be that every single one of these people were through the looking glass. People sold their soul to the devil. And the devil has been slowly moving his way around and poisoning people. That's the devil's choice of death. Devil's got to do it, do it his way, you know. He's like Frank Sinatra. He likes it. He likes a poison. And I'm, I'm choosing. I'm going within my head here, like the Jason Lee in Dogma Devil. Mm, okay, like a, like a Loki-ish. Yeah, a like a white, schemer. like a white suit, um, bad CGI horns. Yeah, you know the whole thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, the reality. Outside of Robert Johnson, which we really just don't know enough about. Unfortunately, the reality here is, like we were saying at the top, people that are at the peak of fame and spiraling out of control, and we just clap our hands and go, dance, monkey, dance. Goobble, gobble, goobble, gobble. More songs, please. More songs. Build you up. Oh, man, you're young and cool. We're going to make you feel so good about yourself. Do more art. Do more art. This is great. Oh, wait, this art is shit. Feel bad about yourself. The whole culture is fucked up. And I mean, we are a podcast that is perpetuating a lot of garbage. So well, we're built on garbage. We are built on garbage. Our entire existence is we're built garbage, on garbage people. It's all very sad. And we're not making light of any of these. But at, at the end of the day, it's like they're all humans. They're all people, too. And we got to treat them as such. A couple things we'll mention before we before we go out here is that uh, Mac Miller. Let's throw him in the honorable mentions. Not 27. But 26, mm. when he unfortunately passed, mm. and he uh, had had written in his lyrics in the song, I believe it's called Brand Name, written in the lyrics, I don't want to join the, 20 se- the, the 27 Club. I don't remember the lyric, but it's like, hey, drug dealers, keep or, your drugs yeah. clean. 
because I don't want to OD and join the 27 Club. Yeah, it's paraphrasing, but the lyric is something along the lines of, to anyone selling me that stuff, make sure it's clean. I don't want to join the 27 Club. Something like that. But as the years pass, Tyler, things change, right? Seasons we used We used to be hip. We used to be with it. We used to be 27. But then they changed what it was. It's true. And now what it is... Is all on Twitch for some reason. And it's strange and scary to us. I don't like it. Why is Rebecca Black good? That doesn't make sense to me. She wasn't supposed to be good at music. So, the Gen Z version of the 27 Club... I think we're past that. ...isn't the 27 Club at all. I think Gen Z is old. It actually, I actually recently found out what the new Gen is. It's Gen Alpha. Gen Alpha? That's dumb and I hate it. And I think Gen Alpha is anyone born after 2011 10? or 12? Yeah, something like that. Jesus, like like terminally online ill from birth. Yeah, they're pretty young still, but they're coming. They're they don't coming. even know what a fucking doorbell they're is. They're coming for us. But the Gen Z version of the 27 Club yes. is the 21 Club. The 21 Club. We have members such as Lil Peep. Oh, Lil Peep. And Juice World. Juice World. These are... Literally, Kurt Cobain's of this generation. Yeah, they're going hard nowadays, you know, because they want to get famous young. They're getting face tattoos. They're naming themselves after drug like Lil Zanny. Well, Lil Peep is, again, he's like if we take the Amy Winehouse case and then we just pump it full of Xanax and cough syrup and, and face tattoos, barbiturates and face tattoos, and neon. We have Lil Peep. Lil Peep. And he was incredibly public about his spirals and his drug use and love of peace. his lyrics him along with uh like xxx tentacion oh. who uh is a piece of shit that i'll go on sucks. record saying that there are videos of him beating his girlfriend there are videos of him uh beating up fans beating up gay people yeah that guy really sucks um i i wasn't a fan of him when he was alive i'm not a fan of him now that he is dead but he he passed at the age of 20 yeah. So he's not in the 21. And that club. rainbow fucker should be dead too. What's that guy's name? Uh, 6 9? Six, yeah. 69? Takashi 6 9? Yeah. That guy sucks ass too. Yeah, he's a he snitch. He, well, he sucks for a lot more reasons than, <laughs> a lot more reasons than, than that. But Lil Peep, XXX, these guys started this like emo rap, right? Where it was a lot of like. Definitely I'm, like the, the new age of E. Like almost like. Uh, almost beyond. It's like. It's almost like reverse. How goths became emos. Yeah. It's like emo, like emo rap became like goth rap in the sense of like it just was like a whole other level of 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 like makeup. And I, I guess I should give credit to the mods. It's almost like there was mod rap and then goth rap more than the reverse. Yeah, and I mean Things may, maybe down. Lil Peep and these guys didn't didn't start it, but they excelled at it. And it you know, they became like Lil Peep is a crazy one because he was so he was not on my radar at the time. But people who loved him fucking love right, people him. love Lil Peep. And he was about he was about to to blow up. He was like right on the edge. Yeah. And uh and he died at the age of twenty one on November fifteenth, two thousand seven. Cause of death was uh, well, he, accidental overdose with Xanax, but it, but it, fentanyl as well was yeah. involved. Yeah, I, I really feel like with with Lil Peep, people really loved him, but it's almost like it's almost like good in a way that he he went like now he stands forever as that like totem. I don't know how great of a guy Lil Peep was gonna be if you really started digging on him. Well, we can't say it was good that he died, and you just said that. I, I kind of did, yeah. I don't yeah, mean that. I mean, like as a not as a person, but as an idea. Yeah, I feel like it's good that he died. 
you know, not to throw shade at him. I don't know anything about him really. That I, I don't know enough to throw accusations and nonsense at him. But like, did you know this? That he originally started his career on SoundCloud in 2013 under the name Trap Goose. I love that. That's a way better name than Lil Peep. His name was Trap Goose. I would have been on that shit in 2012, even though we started in 2013. Absolutely. So 2013. Although so his name, at that point. his name was Trap Goose back, back then. He's like 17 at that point. Uh, Getting on that SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And later changing his name to Lil Peep because his mother had called him Peep since he was a little baby. It's a good name. Yeah. What's Lil, his real name? Lil Peep. His real name Holy is shit. Gustav Elijah Ahar. Air, air, something Adder. like that. Uh, did huh. not know that that was his name before doing the research for this episode. Oh, he's Swedish American. All right, this checks out. That makes that makes more sense. Did you know this? He was a member of the emo rap collective Goth Boy Click. That I hate. Let's look at oh, GBC. Goth Boy GBC. Oh boy, look at that. Formed by Wickaphase, Wick Wickaphase, Springs Eternal, Coldheart, and Horsehead. Huh. Members are Coldheart, Doves, Fishnark. Man, Fishnark is a piece of shit, though, because he's a ratting out all my fish homies. I fucking hate that guy. JP, Dream Thug, Lil Tracy, Mackend. <laughs> Macned? Macned. Of course, Wickaface, Springs Eternal, and uh, Yawns, and then, uh, of course, I mean, Lil, I, Lil Peep. I, I threw shade at Wickaface, Springs Eternal like 30 seconds ago, but it's already growing on me. It's good. I'm I'm interested. I'm definitely interested in Fishnark. Also, Lil Tracy. I'm 100% interested in Fishnark, and also Doves. Spent a lot of time on Lil Peep here. Um, <laughs> yeah, joining Lil Peep was Juice World. Who uh, Juice World is a, is a tough one too. You know, he's very young and made the mistake of uh, downing a bunch of drugs at the airport, so uh, he didn't get arrested. Yeah. Which really, you should have a guy for that. Yeah, you really need a guy that's just willing to take that hit. Yeah. But uh, very sad. Uh, 21, both of them. It's, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's tough. It's a tough life. It's a tough life. You got to you gotta take care of yourself. You got to take care of your friends when, Get you to know, eat your veggies. When people are showing signs of these, these spirals, you know, do your best to try to step in and help out. But I'll know that, point. I'll tell you right now, when I'm in one and people try to hop in, they're going to get hit. I'm going to hit them. Braca, braca. So it's really tough. And I get why, you know, everyone tries to help you. And then you say, fuck you. And you write a number one song called Rehab. I get it. <laughs> right. I haven't written the number one song yet, but, you know. It's coming. Got a podcast that ranks like 600,078th in Canada. That's right. So. Not bad. It's not bad. Not terrible. Thank you for bearing with us through another episode of Who Killed the Radio Star. If you made it to the end, we love you. We need you. We appreciate you. Get over here. You can always write into us at WKTRSPOD at gmail.com. And I got to say, we've been getting some interesting emails. We've been getting some weird emails. There is someone by the name of FartGuy69, mm. which is, is harassing us. He's really spamming us. But uh, he keeps offering, he keeps like saying like... He does have good ideas. He's got great ideas. He's given us episode topics, some of them which, you know, I don't want to spoil it. I want to bring them up right now. But... (laughs) No, he sent one that said, uh, do an episode on goblins. And then it was like 10,000 dots, dot, 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 dot. And it said, goblin, D's nuts. And you know what? That's a pretty good topic. Maybe we will. 
right? And this is what we're always we're always encouraging the listeners to write in and give us topics. So he did it. So listeners, if that's not what you want, you need to write in. You need to override Fart Guy sixty nine. Override Fart Guy. Because aside from Fart Guy sixty nine, there's two other types of emails we get. We get emails that have people saying video. It just says video. I get this fucking all the time. People just message us and they say video. video. And it took me a while to be like, what is happening? But it's because who killed the radio star? They want to tell us that video. Video. And we get it. We are, we are, we are actually aware. That's why we named it that because there's, because it's a thing, right? The other emails we get, of course, are the uh, Illuminati, the the ones asking us to join the Illuminati. Yeah, we get a lot of emails to join the Illuminati. Of course, we want to join the Illuminati. We know that these emails are bogus, though. We're waiting for the real email to come through where it's like, where it says like from, it's like not a name. It's like a little triangle with an eyeball in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh. Like that guy from Gravity Falls, Bill Cipher. Yes. Thank you for listening. We will be back next episode. And we love you. Don't leave us. 